guys, welcome to Basically Minimal. If you're trying to sell all your belongings and live in a white house, this is probably not the podcast for you, but you could stay. However, if you're just trying to live an everyday basic life and clean some of your house, then you're in the right place. I'm Morgan, and I'm just a basic girl who drinks Starbucks daily, loves a clean house, and just trying to live a little bit more minimal. On my podcast, we'll talk about organization, cleaning, living intentionally, and just all the good stuff. New podcasts will be out every Monday. Take me with you and listen while you empty the dishwasher or fold a load of laundry or go on a walk. Have a great week. Hey guys, welcome back to Basically Minimal. If you're new here, I'm Morgan and I'm a kindergarten teacher. I'm back to work this week and a lot of times I get requests to do teacher organization podcasts since most of my following on Instagram are teachers. So if you're not a teacher, you could leave, but you might get some ideas of how to purge from this episode. Today is going to be all about purging. Although I don't have much, I am still always purging and making sure to keep, to not keep, I'm sorry, things that we don't need in the classroom. So sometimes that can be hard since we have to buy everything ourselves for the most part, but it can feel refreshing. And with a job like teaching, I think we can all agree that we need that. So today we'll talk about why you should pur- why you should purge. Sorry, that was like a tongue twister for me. How to purge and my experience with purging my classroom and my friends' classrooms. You might be thinking, why would I purge? I'll always use this stuff or could use this stuff. That is true, but think about how many times you pull something out and go, oh shoot, I should have used this for pumpkins or dang, these would have been good with our solar system unit. All the time, that's what I thought because it happens to me too. In my classroom, I have eight locker areas. In each one, I have a black Sterilite storage bin. The bigger ones, you know, uh... I don't know what they're called, but think Christmas decoration storage bins, like the big ones. I have one for August and September, October, November, December, January, February, March, and then April and May are together in one, just like August and September. In each bin, I keep the monthly books and any type of props or extras. For example, in March, I have shamrock stuff, and in January, I have snowflake stuff, It's usually where I keep my station stuff too because that's just like hard to store. You can't just, you know, doesn't go in easy. So these bins are perfect. These bins can get filled so fast, especially October since my favorite holiday is Halloween. I'll buy something on clearance that I think, oh, this would be perfect for, and then throw it in that bin. Maybe to be used the following Easter, maybe not. It's a vicious cycle and an expensive one, but I'm in the boat that I can't stop shopping for my kids in my classroom and I have an addiction, so I've learned how to manage it. So how to perch. All right, let's get into it. If you have taught for 20 years and have barely ever perched, you're going to have to go extremely slow. This will take a long time but make sure to do it while your kids are still in school so they can reap the benefits. I don't mean purge while you're supposed to be teaching, but you know how the last weeks of school are? The kids are comfortable with you, the classroom is pretty much their like room at home, and everyone thinks they own the place. Am I wrong? No. <laughs> so when they're at lunch or their music class, start going through those bins, take off the curtains, and find everything you've shoved behind it, or just wait until after school because that works too. 
Put everything on a table, legit take everything out of one area, decide what is going back in and organize it in a way that you will actually use it. If it belongs somewhere else, put it back. If it's trash or you can recycle it, throw it away, recycle it. Now here's the fun part. Put everything else on a table. The stuff you won't use, do not keep stuff for if or when. If you have toothbrushes for dental health week, but have had them for the last four years and never gave them out, goodbye. Unless dental health is like next week, just get rid of them. You won't use them. You won't do it. You had good intentions. Now move on. I got this idea because I'll get to it, but my one friend, we were purging her classroom and she had that. And luckily my one friend was in there. She's like, no, get rid of these. So I'm, these are real life examples. So you have all this great crap out. Apple stickers from Beth who retired your second year. Birthday awards from Diane that you inherited when she said you would definitely need them your first year. Stamps you couldn't resist that were in the teacher's lounge. Books that no one has ever even laid a finger on. Get it all out. Put it on the table and when the kids come, say you're giving away your teacher stuff. You could play a game and let them choose for right answers. Pick sticks. Let them go to the table for good behavior. Nobody cares how you do it, just do it. One time I had a garage sale when I did a huge purge in February of 2020. Yes, I'm psychic and knew we would leave school two weeks later and not come back for months. Just kidding. I guess it just worked out in my favor because when we did come back, my room was nice and purged. It was oh, beautiful. So anyways, I put all the stuff out in the hall on the tables outside my room. And I sent an email telling everyone I was having a free garage sale and what some of the items included. Pocket charts, bins, borders, posters, all the stuff I collected because being a teacher means you are part hoarder because like I said, we buy all this junk and out it went. I said I would keep it out like for the day or something like that. So come by and get it or I was getting rid of it because obviously I can't just keep all this stuff in the hallway like my boss would probably be like what are you doing but I knew that people would want stuff and I didn't want to bring it all down to the teacher's lounge and then if people are trying to eat in there or whatever I just put it in the hallway so I I did this at night I stayed after school I love staying after school (laughs) so when people came the next morning they were already shopping by 9 a.m half the stuff was gone and like I said hoarders so then I told my kids they could go out and get whatever they wanted and put in their book bag and I also sent out an email letting the parents know and letting them know I don't want it back (laughs) then at the end of the day I think I told the second grade teachers or I told the kids as they walked by when the bell rang and they were so excited because I'm in like a hallway with the second grade so I was telling them grab something if you want something so everything was gone besides maybe a couple of things tables worth of items all gone all to new homes it really was a good idea if i do say so myself now how to do it here's what you should ask yourself do i ever use this have i used it in the last year did i use it at the appropriate time last year for example if it's eggs did you use them last year at easter time does it go with our current curriculum is it important if i ever switch grade levels Do be careful with that though because I get it. However, it could really become scary if you hoard stuff for each grade. 
I always keep my little clocks, you know, the Judy clocks, I think that's what they're called, because if I did switch, those are hard to come by and very expensive. You know, like, I, I can't, I want to say they're called Judy clocks. They're the little wooden ones and the hands move. I also kept my calculators for probably five or six years because my mom found animal print ones, and I finally got rid of them because I figured I could always get more if I switched and they didn't even use the calculators anyways. They just used them for fun. So I'm like, no. And then I just like let my, I kept some and then I let my kids take them home and they liked them. Okay, back to asking yourself stuff. Do I have multiple of this? Could I give my teachers, my, your team, like your teaching partners, some of this? Is it in good shape? These are all questions you should ask yourself. If you are really torn, making maybe pile and revisit in the book we're reading in my Patreon thing with the extra podcast. It says keep a box and if you use the stuff within the month, keep it. If not, donate, which could be a helpful idea for this type of purge. I have done this so many times in my own classroom. My advice would be to get containers, get bins, get labels, and don't use curtains. Curtains, drawers, and doors are nightmares because you can easily shove stuff inside and get back to it later. You know how it is with kids, especially little kids. It's hard to put stuff away when you're trying to entertain them, especially more than two or three or four, whatever is the average household number of kids. Literally, this may be an unpopular opinion, but I hate when people are like, well, you don't know because you don't have kids, and I just want to be like... 20, 25, five-year-olds all needing you at the exact same time, like, mm, and I can't even go to the bathroom. Like, I know that when you're a mom, your kids come in the bathroom with you, but, like, I am not able to go to the bathroom. Like, I literally have to call someone and be like, can you come? And sometimes they literally can't. So, anyways, back off that, because people get so annoyed when I say that. But it is so true, like, Imagine trying to like pick up stuff and make sure everyone's putting stuff away when there's 20 some kids. (laughs) Like it is impossible. So anyways, what, what was I saying? So if you find yourself doing this, get rid of the curtains because you're just making a bigger mess and get yourself a little table that's dedicated to stuff to put away. I have a little table and I put stuff on there all the time and put it away at the end of the day or the next day or Fridays, depending on how the week is working out. And I also use that table for holidays and parties and just stuff I bring in that doesn't have a home yet or I need to put away. You could do this in your house too. Just don't make it a spot that you actually utilize for something. (laughs) your guided reading table. You all know what I'm talking about. Don't tell me you have never had crap all over it and had to do reading groups somewhere else or later or the next day. Yes, we all know what we're talking about. So let's talk about my experience with teachers who have taught for a long time. I'm talking 20, 25, almost 30 years. It is a lot. They have lots and lots and lots of stuff and usually lots of currents. I help my friends all the time purge. It takes a long time and can usually be overwhelming for them. I try to be patient, understanding, and strict. If you let your friend or yourself keep everything, then it was a waste of a purge. If you let them shove it back into places that don't make sense, a waste. Try to ask yourself or your friend the questions I asked above. It can be long, hard, and tiring, 
but it is the best fun you will have. You'll laugh and laugh and laugh. The longer taught, the louder the laughs. I can't tell you how many cotton balls my friend Katie has or how many letter bingo Sherry has collected. It is hysterical, but they always feel good afterwards. It can be hard to let go. Memories sometimes come into play too, especially if a teacher or student you love dearly gave you something, but sometimes you can find a new loving home and that always makes it worth it. Things I would make sure to do is to start small, clean up as you go, and don't end it with a mess. If you have things to donate, bring them to your car, the teacher's lounge, or wherever they need to go. Don't leave them in the space that you are purging at. Put on music or grab a friend. That always helps too. That's all for today. I hope everyone was able to get something out of this. Purging can be so hard, so long, so tiring, but it always feels good. Don't forget to share this podcast with a friend or sign up for the Patreon with my link below for more organization and cleaning content. Talk to you guys later.